art, comedy, pop culture, and much more. You're listening to ACPN. Russ. Do you have that one with that guy who was in that movie that was out last year? <sighs> Hello and welcome to the Emerald City Video Podcast. This is an episode of the New Release Wall, so this is Russ and Zach. Hello, how goes it? Uh, it goes. And uh, and we're, we're going to talk about Shazam. Shazam! Wow! Sorry, I don't know. That's all right. <laughs> um, yeah, the other Captain Marvel... Uh, such as it is. But, um, yeah, what did you think, Z? Uh, I dug it a lot. Um, I liked, um, um, I liked the fact that it, it was a superhero film that, it, that recognized the idea that at least in some way, shape and form superheroes existed, whether that yeah. be, um, like they didn't really clarify that whether they actually exist or not. It was always like, oh, there's comic books and there's things, mm. but there's also comic books and those things in movies that we've seen that have actual superheroes right. like so that's a thing that exists so that that was that was a it seems like that was a first i'm trying well, to think of any other film that like we introduce a character that you know and the fact that it's that actually knows about superheroes knows about superheroes but not but they don't clarify that like it's like the whole zombie thing you know it's like it always irritates me in zombie films mm-hmm. where like oh come on we know zombie film zombies yeah, exist yeah. Like, so it's like, what are those things? Oh my God, they're, they're, you know, they're, you know, we're confused. And like everybody in the entire city of Philadelphia that ran into Shazam, mm-hmm. like seemed really just cool with it. Like, yeah. not that, not that it, they existed and they were like, oh, we know those. Yeah. Like, it's kind of a, it was a, the world in a, in kind of a way reminded me of, um, that Will Smith, um, Hancock, Hancock, yeah. uh, which is a good thing. I like it. Yeah. I liked Hancock in concept, not right, yeah. complete follow through, which I think most people like that's pretty probably right. haven't followed. But um, it, at least it wasn't as dark. I think that was that. in Philly too, wasn't it? Maybe I, I think that was California. Oh, okay. I think it was California, LA or something. I, I think because it was the Hollywood angle yeah. and things like that. And he had a manager, which it has. The, yeah, the only reason why it has the similarities there, but but that that's to me the biggest things like and you know all the other technicals yeah. are, are there so like that's my like immediate takeaway which yeah. I'm like oh it's something new it's another superhero film and that did everything right and well and it wasn't too like wink and a nod haha guys we know that this you know we know yeah, the language yeah. of superheroes um it wasn't trying too hard to do that mm-hmm. but it was you know in every other way especially considering person who the only way I know of Shazam is mm-hmm. through you from high school just screaming yeah. Shazam <laughs> randomly. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I, I really enjoyed it. It's uh, This is a character who, you know, he's had only a handful of really good stories kind of in our lifetime. Uh, the, the backstory with the comic book characters that he originally came from a different publisher and DC bought up their kind of rights yeah. after they went out of business. So actually there's a, a bunch of old Captain Marvel stories from the 30s and 40s that are in public domain because they were never renewed before uh, before DC bought up the, the archives. Oh. And I don't actually know how that all... Like, I, I never know how that works with characters. Yeah. Like, because obviously the character is different than the stories, but I also feel like if you can legally reprint those stories, then 
how does that work if DC has a trademark on the character? I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. Um, but, uh, yeah, within the, I mean, I did think it was pretty clear within the world of this that superheroes were real simply because he had all the stuff. Like, he had newspapers that referenced the, the Superman coming back from the dead in Justice yeah. League. And, oh, see, I, I just saw that as... Because it looks so much like the actual newspaper that they yeah. put in the back, like uh, yeah, that was like in the, the thing. So actually, that's all that I thought that was. So no, maybe, okay. Yeah. No, I, I, I mean, I thought I thought it was clear, but then again, when I was on set, like I visited the set for this movie, and when yeah. I was on set, like somebody asked because actually for a long time they just didn't talk about it, and I think yeah. part of that was because Justice League had come out right before this movie was in production and it had flopped and. There was a lot of, like, stuff up in the air about, like, what's next for DC. Yeah. And so for a while, it was that thing of, like, all the fans speculating, like, is it going to be in the DC Universe? Is it not going to be in the DC Universe? Like... Is this technically... Yeah. yeah. Oh, it is. Okay. Like, I mean, that... That, like... All the props and stuff are, like... Yeah. Actually, like... Like, the Batarang that he has yeah. is supposedly actually a Batarang that somebody recovered. It, yeah. <laughs> But, I used to have one just like it. That's <laughs> But, uh, but yeah, so that, uh, like, I thought it was a lot of fun. I, it's funny because, uh, you and I talked about this a little bit with something else recently. I can't remember what. Like, the idea of, like, the Amblin feel. Yeah. So many people yeah, yeah, chasing that. But then, like, actually, like, when you look back at those movies, like, we have a kind of rose-colored version of what oh, Amblin yeah. was. And so, I remember, like, I went to this. I actually saw this like a week and a half ago with uh, with my uh, with Logan and his wife, and there were a bunch of people with like little kids who took them out yeah. during the uh, the first couple of things with Dead Seven Deadly Sins, especially the one where he ate the guy. Yeah, yeah. And like, we're not gonna do like spoilers, but I'm not gonna like pretend like he ate a guy is a spoiler. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But, uh, so there, there is, like, to an, to an extent, this thing of, like, whoa, hey, is that... Yeah. But this is the kind of movie that, if it was the 80s, it would have been a PG movie. Like, yeah. if this was if this was pre, you know, Temple of Doom, it would have been PG, not R, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think back at things like Goonies and, and like, the, the scene with the blender. Yeah. And, you know, even E.T., obviously, they replaced the stuff, the guns and stuff yeah, later. Yeah. So it's... It's one of those things where it's like, this feels like an Amblin movie, but it doesn't feel like what we think of as an Amblin movie anymore. It feels like the actual Amblin movies. Yeah. Uh, which, it, like, I prefer that to the sanitized version, but then again, I'm older, and, you know, I, I can pre-screen movies for my kids, so I'm not just, like, walking in blind. Yeah. Um, but, uh, and, it, and it was a, you know, all the violence in it, it's clean. I think there's yeah, like, because yeah. it's always like the blood rule is the thing. Yeah. I don't know if it's like the actual rule. It's just, you know, whether or not, like if somebody loses their ha- head or arm or whatever, yeah. the difference is like, oh, is it like, is there like tendons hanging yeah, off or yeah. is there, and like, no, the, like the one guy who gets his head bit off is, it's, it's all a clean off. Yeah, bite. Exactly. It's a relatively clean bite. Yeah. It's, um, it's a venom bite. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which, I, that was the thing I thought of when it happened. I was just like, oh, it's just like Venom. There's no blood or anything. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, yeah, there's... And, like, because David Sandberg, prior to doing this, was a horror director, like, he did have some some good kind of creepy moment. Like, I, I thought that, by and large, the uh, the sins were a little bit on the generic side, but they, like, they worked for what they were supposed to be. Yeah. And, 
like I was telling you on the way out of the theater, I, I liked the way that they moved, because even though it was obviously a CG thing, they had this kind of lumbering, and I think it's because, like, they're supposed to be drawing a line between the CG characters and the statues from The Rock of yeah. Eternity, yeah. but they had this kind of lumbering, loud, like, big gorilla gait, yeah. and, you know, the, the, the way I'd explain it to you is when um, there's a scene early on where the, the sins kill some people, and we see one of them in particular, Reed, moves like the, uh, the Zool dog from Ghostbusters. Yeah. That, like, herky-jerky, really fast, and then kind of, you know... And I, I, I liked that. I liked the idea that even though they're CG, they, they kind of have that imperfect, less-than-fluid thing that makes them look like they are not CG. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They move, like, ancient creatures, lights, mm-hmm. or something. Yeah, yeah, it's, like, yeah, a little bit more practical effect feel to it than... Yeah. Yeah, that's the, again, Amblin. <laughs> like, Jurassic Park original yeah. sort of feel. And I'm, uh... They, they, for whatever reason, I'm not sure why they, they replaced the wizard. Um, originally, the wizard was a different actor, and uh, Ron Cephas, yeah. Cephas, however you say his name. Um, he was older, and I'm kind of wondering if they replaced him with Jaimon Hansu because um, when the Black Adam movie comes, you want a, a wizard who can do some action stuff. Yeah. Because uh, I mean. Even before, like, well before Shazam was cast, Black Adam, who's, like, the anti-Shazam, yeah. was cast. And, uh... That's The Rock. Uh, he was an executive producer on this movie. And, uh... He's getting his own movie before he shows up as a villain in any Shazam movie. Yeah. And, uh, we can say safely, like, he does not appear in this. Um, there is a, like, a passing reference to what I assume has to be Black Adam in this, but it's uh, it's the kind of thing where if you don't know Black Adam's backstory, you won't catch it at all. Yeah, you catch it, yeah. But, uh... Yeah, I, I mean, I thought that the, uh... I thought that Savama, Savannah was a pretty compelling villain. Um, yeah, he's always fantastic. Yeah, Mark I mean, Strong. Mark Strong's great. Yeah. Um, um, the, 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 the kind of inter... He used to be the cheap... Uh, used to be always come off as me as the cheap uh, uh, Stanley Tucci. Yeah. Um, and now, like, I'm, I've always dug him, so mm-hmm. I'm, like, super happy that yeah. he's... Because, what was it, uh, Rock and Rolla? He was in Rock yeah. and Rolla, which he was fucking fantastic in, and, and a bunch of other films. Like, he's always great in, in everything. It, it's funny so. because, like, he got a beat, and, like, you know, he got he got the teaser at the end of this movie and it teased yeah. up the possibility of him coming back for a sequel. Um, and uh, he has had that in a DC movie once before, uh, where he... Uh, got that yellow ring at the end of Green Lantern. Oh, shit. <laughs> it's like, I felt like I felt familiar about it, but I'm like, wait, I, I don't think I still haven't seen it, actually. No? <laughs> no. He, well, he was Sinestro. <laughs> um, uh, and, that makes sense. And yeah, it's one of, he's, he's widely regarded as, like, the thing in the movie that was good. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, the, the, the film... It's been kind of talked about and billed, and, and they, like the, the shorthand for it is that it's big with superheroes. I think it's more kind of like the Goonies with superheroes, just yeah. because like you've got the like his found family, which in this case is a literal family instead of just like your group of friends, because it's his uh, foster siblings. Yeah. But there's a good chunk of the movie where uh, 
it's like Billy and his siblings running around doing stuff independent of like the Shazam stuff and so they have their own dynamic going on and then uh, you know there are some kind of creepier supernatural elements I liked the way that they dealt with uh, the uh, I said Beetlejuice you said Monsters Inc. doors yeah yeah, the door. yeah. Uh, and, and again there's a scene where they open some of the doors that aren't theirs and you start to see things which uh, <laughs> if you're a comic book person you'd recognize some of them yeah. if you're not then it's just kind of weird yeah, funny just, yeah. crazy imagery um, yeah. uh, The Rock of Eternity was a really cool uh, practical set everything there was like real uh, for the most part although when I was there the, the statues were destroyed and, and stuff like that um, I got, I, I got, I was at, I was on the set, like, in the last three or four weeks of shooting, and so every set in the movie had had an action scene run through it, yeah. and every scene in the movie was, like, was, your every set in the movie was pretty yeah. much destroyed. Yeah. Uh, we went to that winter carnival, and, like, the set, de- the set deck woman was, <laughs> I like... Tell, <laughs> I tell you, that, that whole, um... Um, that whole thing with the with the Santa Claus. Yeah. Santa Claus has like a reoccurring. Yeah, there's thing. A, like a runner. He just yeah. keeps getting like almost killed by. Yeah. yeah. Um, like the um, um, Happy completely oh, yeah. fucking ruined that because like so in Happy, if you not watch the TV show, watch the goddamn fucking TV show. At least the first season's fantastic. Second season, not a little less. Yeah. But um, but uh, uh, the uh, there's a evil Santa Claus that yeah. kidnaps a. Black, uh, small, a young black girl uh, who looks not looks but like they have the same hair to yeah, an extent yeah, yeah. of she one could, of the characters in this yeah. and, and so and like the fact that it's <coughs> like a winter carnival that yeah, this yeah. kind of a winter carnival thing that she gets kidnapped at and I'm just like wow this is like too many weird similarities yeah. that obviously uh, had nothing to do with them yeah, but it's just uh, weird that like yeah uh, um it's funny because you got that, and then uh, another thing, by the way, that you, you might or might not have thought of. Do you know why it's in Philadelphia? No. Because uh, Ben Franklin, Lightning, all that. Oh. Okay. It's just it literally was like because in the comics, um, uh, in the original comics in the '30s, I can't remember if it was in New York or if they just called it like the city. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I know that at various points there's been various various different names for it. Finally, when he came to the DC universe, they established a place called Fawcett City, which is uh, just a fake DC universe city, but it's named after the publisher who originally published, like, Fawcett Fawcett Comics. Um, And uh, in... I was kind of expecting it to be Fawcett City. It wasn't, but uh, it was Fawcett High School in Philadelphia. Um, There's a lot of little, little winks and nods to cool, like, silly Captain Marvel things from the comics. Um, on his cape, he has those little clasps that are tiger heads, yeah. and, like, there's a, a runner, like, at the Winter Carnival with the stuffed tigers. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, that's, uh, there's actually, in the comics, there's a stuffed tiger, uh, that gets brought to life by the lightning, and it's Mr. Talkie Tawny. <laughs> um, there's also Hoppy the Marble Bunny, which is like a pink rabbit with giant ears, and uh, that is the rabbit that Darla is in bed with in one scene. And uh, so there's all these, there's a lot of little things like that where it's like, uh, I, I'm kind of half expecting that in the next movie we'll have an Uncle Dudley. 
um, which there's like a non-superpowered, like looks like an old drunk uncle from like 40s comics. Yeah. Uh, he's just like the the mascot. Like he wears <laughs> the costume even though he has no powers. Yeah. Which would look super weird in this one because they have all the the lights inside the costume. Yeah. But. <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, it's a. Uh, it's it's hard. I don't want to spoil because you know obviously we're recording this at the, after the preview screening before yeah. the movie's technically out. But uh, I, I really I think that the, for me I loved the dynamic between Jack Dylan Grazer, yeah. Grazer the kid from It and uh, and Zach Levi. Uh, I do think I I, th- I think Zach Levi is inspired casting. I do think that yeah. <clears throat> because they so embraced like the childish wish fulfillment part of Shazam. Yeah. Uh, they needed an actor who could kind of do oh, exactly yeah, yeah. what he, he like. He does that perfectly. Yeah. Like there's there's I mean it's not like he was the only person in Hollywood who could do it, but uh, he was very very good at it. And yeah. given like his prior experience, it's the kind of thing where I'm like, I remember thinking when he got cast, I was like, oh that's perfect. Like yeah. it was you know, uh, and I know there was a lot of skepticism, especially because mm-hmm. he's never headlined a you know. I yeah. assume this movie was made for like eighty million dollars, and you know, I think it's gonna it's it's much cheaper than all the other DC movies. Yeah. Uh, I do think that this is gonna be kind of the new normal for a while, is to have movies that are made a little bit more there inexpensively and that are less explicitly tied into the other movies. Yeah. Um, and again, like there's there's passing references to other things, but it's mostly like mm-hmm. for fun. Yeah. Uh, it, it it's funny because. Uh, uh, one of the biggest things I loved about uh, um, Captain Marvel <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, was uh, a handful of scenes uh, where I forget. Have you seen that yet? Yeah. You've seen it. Yeah, I forgot. Uh, we just actually saw it separately. We still haven't actually talked about it, have we? Um, I feel like we talked about it briefly, but not. Yeah, I don't think we did an actual episode about no. it. I don't think. Um, but anyway, um, the the there's there's a handful of scenes when she's discovering her powers mm-hmm. um, and. The, those are the scenes that I always love in, yeah. like, um, in the uh, origin story films, yeah. um, where and it's something that I feel like the, my biggest disappointment with Spider-Man has been yeah. that Spider-Man, the first Spider-Man, Sam Raimi's Spider-Man, yeah. had a lot of that, yeah. like the funness of that, yeah. and uh, Spider-Verse, the animated film, had, was I just rewatched it. Yeah. And I'm like, holy shit, this is still so fucking good. Yeah. Um, like, like <laughs> it was supposed to just be something I was putting on, and mm-hmm. like I was like, I can't watch this, god damn it, like because I just want to watch, actually watch yeah, the film watch because it. dear god, and I still didn't find any more Stan Lee's by the way. Um, <laughs> I got I got to listen to the film with the commentary. Yeah, on, yeah, so can... but. Um, um, but uh, th- this, the like, you really had the pure joy of yeah. like figuring out things, and like the the sequences with like uploading YouTube videos yeah, and stuff like yeah. that, like was uh, was really fun, um, and that like there's there's not a lot like it's just like Aquaman didn't have that, which is yeah. one thing that I like was really disappointed in in that way that like we, there was no like you do an origin story about him figuring out how yeah like how to be able to do that and I, I get that it wasn't that sort of film yeah and it, but, it's, it's funny because like part of it is just because he's royalty yeah and and like I, I say that and like I enjoyed the movie it was like yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. but yeah. like because he's royalty and because like everything is about. Like it takes itself super seriously, yeah. 
Um, he didn't have, like, the wonder of discovery. Yeah. He had training montages for when he has to kill his brother. Yeah. Like, even yeah, when... It's like, not really fun. Even when but, yeah. he's, like, the eight-year-old yeah, version yeah, of himself, yeah. he's, like, <laughs> fighting or sparring with uh, Willem yeah. Dafoe. Yeah. And uh, and so, yeah, I, I, I agree. Like, and again, like, I think I liked that movie better than you did, but I agree yeah. with you completely that, like... Yeah that element was missing yeah. and I think that element's been missing from a lot of movies oh yeah uh, I don't think it's a coincidence that for so many people even like people who like one of the one of the things that people who bitched about the Zack Snyder movies and people who enjoyed the Zack Snyder movies can kind of come to a mutual common ground on is that yeah. probably the best scene in the first two of those movies is the scene where Superman learns how to fly yeah. and you get that great you know yeah. And you get, like, five of those kinds of moments in this because yeah. it's just, like, it's that kind of movie. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, and it's something that, you know, um, the, like, again, it's, like, obviously didn't... Uh, which I think that sucks the way that um, they... We never had an, a Batman film. Yeah. Um, in that... In that uh, in the Snyder universe. Yeah. Uh, because it would be interesting to see how he did that. But, I mean, like, even though you don't get the joy because it's Batman yeah. and it's not supposed to be joyful, um, <laughs> like, in that way, be a little weird if it was. Uh, I mean, I, I, what's his name would disagree with me, but uh, Batman 66. <laughs> um, but <coughs> Adam West, sorry. Sorry, yeah. forgot your, your name for a moment. Um, but um, is the fact that, like, you know, Batman, like, Nolan had that yeah. still in in that even though it wasn't joyful but it was you know bat, the best Batman yeah. could have in that and like you had a really great and I well, just think yeah, that just... Batman Batman begins yes it took itself seriously in like in bits yeah. but I I think it it did a really good job of being like an adventure movie. Oh yeah, yeah. No, like, it was it was I, Indiana Jones ish yeah, in that way. I was I was, fun, but... I was thinking more Mission Impossible, yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah same right, kind right. of like yeah. it's like even when like. When you see him like building the stupid, the mm-hmm. the, the serrated climbing yeah. gauntlet thing, yeah, yeah. and like all that kind of crap, it's like, yeah, we we're walking you through yeah, yeah. this. Yeah, the yeah. montages were yeah. fantastic. Yeah, <laughs> um, you know, but it's but it is something that um, I think that the Marvel universe doesn't do that well. Iron Man mm-hmm. didn't really have it too much. Um, I don't. There's there's bits and pieces of it throughout the films I, I because that, more and more that he Iron doesn't... Man had it more than most. Oh, because I, he had def- the he yeah, had the thing as dummy. He's also the... having more fun with yeah, it yeah. than than you know. I mean, I think At Captain Marvel. I remember it being more, um, or Captain Marvel, Captain America mm-hmm. being um, having a little bit more fun because he was able to do you know yeah. do things. I mean, I was, but like the fact that uh, the fact that in uh, in in Shazam, I almost called it Captain Marvel. Um, in Shazam, you have a very small amount of time that he's able to have fun before mm-hmm. the villain comes in, and he's he has yeah. to like kind of figure things out immediately. Yeah. Um, but they did just enough that you're like, wait, how does he suddenly know how to fly as well as this villain yeah, yeah. who's been doing it for a while and really realistically doesn't know how to do it? It's he has like yeah. you know these creatures or whatever that embody yeah. him, you know. So, uh, like that, that is a big plus. That's always a huge plus for me. Yeah. Like yeah. it, it's the, it's one of the biggest things that makes me want to see a sequel. Yeah. Like, especially when like this could have been a very, this very much could have been a one and done yeah. film. Um, not budget, you know, not because it wouldn't yeah, make money yeah. or anything like that, but just because it's not Batman, Superman, yeah, Spider-Man, yeah. you know, sort of thing. But on the other hand, we have fucking four or is it three or four? fucking Thor films, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, like, that's a that's a character I never thought we'd have, you know, yeah. <laughs> an entire universe. I mean, I was, you know, both, we have two, we have a third 
um, Guardians of the Galaxy film, which I didn't even know that was a thing, really, until, like, it was announced, <laughs> like, as a cop, as a person who's read comic books, you know, and, <laughs> but, so, so, yeah. Uh, and, and it's got its director back, so that's Yes! Nice. And he's, and again, because there are only, as my continuing theme, there are only, there's only five directors and 12 actors yeah. in, in all of Hollywood, and that's what DC and Marvel consider. Yeah. Like, I'm waiting for, I'm waiting for Ben Affleck to suddenly appear as some, D, as some Marvel character. He can, he can <laughs> Don't do say the, it won't happen. Don't say it won't he happen. He can do the reboot of Daredevil. There you go. <laughs> uh, can we get Jen Gardner back to his, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think their fight scenes would be a lot more convincing. Than <laughs> uh, actually, I think the biggest problem... The biggest problem... Well, I mean, there was a lot of problems with the, the fight scene they had where she was fighting with a blind guy and didn't realize it or something. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, uh, I, it's the same thing that I said about uh, Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie's big, like, melee in Mr. and Mrs. Yeah. Smith. I'm just like just because you're a dude doesn't mean you automatically win the fight. Like, I'm watching these things and going, like, both Jennifer Garner and Angelina Jolie just look like people who would decimate them. <laughs> like, and it's like, granted, like, other, like, you could find 15 guys in Hollywood who look like yeah. they, they, they would not be in any danger of losing a fight to Jennifer Garner. Yeah, yeah. But, like, when you look at her stage combat versus Ben yeah, Affleck's yeah. stage combat, yeah. it's like, oh, no, yeah. she would end you. Yeah. Uh, that's a whole... Yeah, especially in that film. But yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's a whole... Uh, it's, it's, it's a pet peeve of mine where it's, like, when they have those those things where the script calls for, a, for two characters to be basically evenly matched. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, that is such a dance. Like, you have to have a really good fight coordinator. You have to have two people who re are really yeah. good at stage combat. Yeah. And it's like, any one of a number of variables, like, and it just doesn't look convincing. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like... Well, it's always, it's always like, what you have, like, some guy, you know, somebody like The Rock fighting, yeah. fighting a... Even, uh, what's her name from, uh, WWE, um... The, the uh, blonde woman, uh, she's... Ronda Rousey. Yeah, or... Ronda Rousey. You think it was like that, who's somebody who's like, uh, you know, an, an imposing person. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you're like, oh, no. Like, it's just... <laughs> especially when they both supposed to know how to fight, and then yeah. you have, like... You're like, no, no. She got her ass kicked by somebody half her size in real life. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. so, it's tough. Oh, yeah, it was, that was Expendables 3. I was just oh, rewatching yeah, yeah, some that's... of it. And I, it was I, one of those, I knew like, she had been horrible... in some... Yeah. I know she... Well, she was also in uh, Fast, and Fast and Furious, ones, which yeah. she actually... Actually, like they actually put her up against like a couple people. It was just yeah, it was a it was a much better thing. But it was one of those. It's always like <sighs> like yeah. this again. Uh, we don't want to get into the my Wonder Woman issue. Yeah. Why like she should at least put some <laughs> some tone out her arms to. <laughs> but <laughs> like... <clears throat> we are like way off. In the yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, but yeah, so. Uh, again, it's hard to it's hard to get into a lot of stuff. Yeah, everything else I want to like, There's bring a lot. Of, yeah, there's a lot of is, spoilery yeah. stuff because, and part of it is that like, you've seen the training montage stuff in the trailers. They were really good about not spoiling yeah. like major plot points yeah. in the trailers, but the downside to that is you've seen all of the non-spoiler stuff yeah. in the trailers, and from that point on, it starts to get like really plotty. Yeah, yeah. And that's actually it's not a bad thing because this movie moves really fast. It's like two hours and three minutes, I think, yeah. as compared to like usually the, the three-hour, yeah. twelve minutes or whatever uh, end game we're gonna be yeah. uh, looking for. End to. game is three hours and fifty-three seconds now. Oh, they, okay, trimmed good. It. Jesus um, Christ! But, <laughs> I'm waiting for I them mean, to do an intermission. Like, so. 
That that was a thing that apparently Disney talked about at one point. Oh my uh, fucking god! Just but, make another film. Well, uh, but or just have less. <laughs> I mean, here's here's the thing. Like, just have Ant Man crawl up something and do yeah. something anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, it's funny. They had Poor a... Rudd. <laughs> poor Paul Rudd. Have you seen that interview? Yeah, The yeah. interview where he's awkwardly oh, asked. Yeah. <laughs> that poor interviewer, too, because he's like, ah, we didn't talk about this film at all. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. I think that the, uh, um, the thing about Endgame is that you're... <sighs> you need to tell the movie you need to tell. Yeah. Because... If you get to the end of Endgame and it's an unsatisfying experience, then you spent five fucking hours to make something unsatisfying. Yeah. And so, like... And technically, you spent 30 hours? Yeah, well, so, a couple yeah, hours. Like, but, but, yeah. But, yeah, um, I thought that... Uh, I can't remember her last name. Grace Fulton, I think her name is. The, the girl who plays Mary is really good. Uh, I mean, all the kids are good. Oh, yeah, the kids are fantastic, um, yeah. The, the, but there, there are the, certain ones that have more of a chance to yeah, kind yeah. of stand out than the, others. The parents the parents are, are super fun. Yeah. Um, they, again, like, they really exude Amblin-like oh, yeah. parents where they're, like... They're heartwarming enough yeah, to bring yeah. in a thing, and it's like... And, and it's funny because the, yeah. you... you Similarly, the bullies in this movie exude like eighties. Oh yeah, like, classically eighties. Yeah. In the same way that you you saw in uh, Bumblebee. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like the sort of the sort of ones where it's like, today they'd probably be arrested. Yeah. <laughs> Which is the only like they hit that kid with their car. There's a dent on the yeah, car from yeah. the kid. No, those kids would be arrested today. Yeah. Like, I don't care. Like, unless they're like, you know, the, the rich kids, which I guess yeah. that that's what the implication, the fact that they have like a yeah, 40,000 truck, yeah, but $40,000 truck. But Which by the way, looks basically <laughs> identical to the, 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 the black fancy truck that Marty McFly has after he changes the timeline. Yeah. Uh, I don't think that that was intentional or an Easter egg, but if it was like, well done them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of little, like, one of the things that that is really evident in this <coughs> is that Sandberg uh, Sandberg considers every shot, like the way the super speed works and the way like there's a shot where super speed is being used and it's a very clear homage to the scene from Justice League where he runs around the wall and tips the the sword back into Wonder Woman's uh, hand. Yeah. Uh, like there's a bit with, there's a bit with the super speed where it's an homage to that and like there's there's all of these things that it's like if you're looking you know oh this is that oh this is that and it's like I always like things like that because it's it's like you're borrowing just that three seconds of somebody else's yeah. visual language so it's not like you're stealing like anything yeah, yeah, of yeah. real substance it's not like he's not making his own creative decisions yeah. but there's a lot of shots in this movie there's a lot of moments yeah. in this movie the only one I was the only one I can think of is they grab uh, one of the monsters grabs uh, uh, grabs him by the cape, cape and, does and slams yeah. him and I was like if they do it one more time it's a reference to, uh, to the Avengers Hulk, but yeah. um, if, if they only did it twice and I'm like yeah. oh now I but that that's actually I mean like the fact that you noticed that the fact yeah, that yeah. I didn't notice those like speaks to the fact that like because I mean this is you know it's always the like my first thing was just like oh this is like if Kevin Smith had like an 80 yeah. million dollar which is a you know but if it's like if Kevin Smith had an 80 million dollar blockbuster and the studio still said okay Kev only go 60% Kevin yeah. <laughs> which <laughs> uh, which uh, yeah there yeah. were there were a handful of pop culture jokes yeah yeah, there was yeah. A, 
There's one in particular, which we, I won't say because it's in the, the third act, but yeah. there's one in particular. Like, there's literally one line that's like a pop culture joke that every in both of the two screenings we've been to, everybody laughed yeah. pretty hard at. Um, yeah. And and it, and it is a movie like it's it's an incredibly earnest movie. I think that's why it uh, that's why it's it's speaking to a lot of critics. I think that's this movie in in the like modern era of superhero films, uh, probably the only movie that wears its heart on its sleeve the way this one do, does is the first Captain America movie. Yeah. Uh, I mean, even with Wonder Woman, it was a lot more about like honor and duty. Yeah, yeah. You know? I mean, it's oh, and, it's, and hard. It's, it's hard to be earnest in World War One. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> In the um, trenches and things like that. So yeah. But uh, yeah, this is a this is a, an incredibly like heartfelt movie, I guess. Mm-hmm. And like uh, it doesn't lose its sense of humor. It doesn't lose its sense of stakes or anything getting hung up in that. Yeah. But I do think that uh, it it's you know and I've seen a lot of people a lot of the early buzz and it's always a bad thing to compare these movies because it's like it's never like you're setting up people to think like oh it's going to be like x and it's yeah. never just like that but you know the, the two recurring comparisons i've seen for this film are to sam raimi's first spider-man and to the original superman the movie and i think yeah, both of those are fair comparisons oh, yeah, yeah. just yeah. tonally uh content wise it's a very different movie but like yeah yeah sorry it's just <laughs> ah fuck i can't i can't do anything yeah but yeah. No, no. It's not really a spoiler. It's just it's it's fun when it happens. So, <laughs> oh, yeah. I just brought a thing. Yeah, the I mean my my like my summary of it. Yeah, go see it in theaters, of course. Yeah. Um, uh, although I think it, I think it's a film that actually will read really well just onto a yeah. Like, I mean your forty inch you know LCD. Yeah. It's not like it's not like. Uh, yeah, we had the Avengers, you know. Yeah, or we had the like option of going to to IMAX for this, and because I'd seen it at yeah. the pre at the previous screening, and I knew, like. It's a yeah. big movie. It's visually interesting, but like I don't think IMAX. It, would've... I don't think IMAX would have improved yeah. it much. Uh, the only I feel like the only things that IMAX would have really enriched was probably the stuff at the Rock of Eternity. Yeah. And I'm like, I've, I've literally been there. Yeah. So I think that, yeah, that would have been more you going. Uh, there's a pixel. Uh, but well, um, one of the things <laughs> is there's there's like at the Rock of Eternity there's like oh. this little nook. Where there was like a bunch of things, there's like a, a like a pot and yeah. a bell and some, and it's all stuff that's from like the early like Fawcett comics. Yeah. And like I don't, my my Captain Marvel, my Shazam, is the uh, the 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 '90s series, The Power of Shazam by Jerry Ordway. Yeah. And so all the like the Golden Age stuff, I know bits of it from just osmosis from being in in the comics industry, mm-hmm. but a lot of it is greek to me and so like between the fact that when we were on set those things were all gone because they'd been like removed because we were it was close to the end of shooting and everything was wet and blah 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 blah. (laughs) but like the fact that i didn't see them on set and then in the movie like you can't see it like you can see that there's like shiny things things over in that corner and it's like because i knew there was stuff there i'm like can i uh, no i can't see um it's like there's a fire there and then there is a jar that uh if you're if you're not i mean probably not just shazam if you're a dc comics person uh there's there's a particular jar that you'll see and you'll be like oh shit i know what that is uh and and that jar recurs twice because there's you see it once and then you see it the second time and it's broken and that you know presumably sets up things for the future yeah uh but uh 
Yeah, I mean, I, I really enjoyed it. Uh, I actually, I think I enjoyed it a little bit more the second time. Uh, that might honestly just be because, like, having been on set and, like, the fact that it's Shazam and so it's, it's kind of an unknown entity. Like, I was kind of, I, th- I feel like the first time I was kind of anxious, like, oh, please be good. Please don't suck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas the second time around, like, I was oh, like, okay, on, I've yeah. seen it. I know it's good. Let me just... Enjoy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But... I'll say it's also, like, um, I'll say there's there's just so much setup mm-hmm. in the film. I mean, it's it's fun and it's yeah. enjoyable. Um, like, uh, it's maybe 25 minutes in or something like that. Mm-hmm. Get You get a little thing. The back half of the film is just all fucking fun. Oh, yeah. Um, and so, like, if you are, I mean, not that, I mean, I guess you, I guess you could leave. But, yeah. like, it's just one of those, I'm like, yeah, just so you know, like, this isn't, it's not a, yeah, yeah. Yeah, M. Night, uh, you know, it's not yeah. a, it's not like a spoiler thing. Otherwise, <laughs> there's no, clip, no but there's yeah, no it's... thing. But the back half of the film is considerably more, yeah, like, like, fun, action-packed um, sort of stuff. Yeah. You're, you're right, because, uh, because, and part of that is because, um, at, as far as villains go, Savannah is really well developed. Yeah. Um, they they change his origin from the comics to make him more directly tied to the power of Shazam, and to the Seven <laughs> Deadly Sins. And and in doing that, you end up with essentially these kind of dueling origin stories where they yeah. set up the dichotomy of like what distinguishes Billy from yeah. Savannah. And uh, cinematically, I think it works. And because the movie does get to a pacing that, that works for it, yeah. like I, by the time you get into the superhero stuff, you're yeah. like not bothered that you just spent 20 minutes of setup. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're right. Like it, I, the first little bit of it, you're like, huh, this is a lot yeah, of yeah. like watching. Ten-year-old yeah. Thad Savannah with a yeah. magic. Well, I mean, ball. especially I mean, I didn't know. Yeah, um, yeah. And this is a little bit of spoiler, I guess. Like, um, if you're like really ignorant about this, uh, like me, um, like I didn't know that that first kid mm-hmm. until they go through the entire right, thing. Yeah. I thought that actually like because he's younger than yeah, uh, yeah he's yeah. younger than uh, Dash Angel. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so I thought I'm like, oh, he's gonna come back and then as yeah. a teenager give it another try or something. And uh, yeah. yeah, but but yeah, anyway. Um, uh, yeah, go go see the film if you haven't already. All right, and uh, I we're, that we'll we'll call that a night because we're gonna go to uh, go to Wegman's <laughs> and uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so thanks for listening, and we'll be back very soon. A E.